You are listening to the Musician Today weekly podcast with Vera Bermenko. Tune in for your insight into a professional musician's life and awesome new music. everybody welcome to another episode of musician today podcast where we bring you the most amazing artists from around the world tell you their stories and share their awesome music with you so today with us we have angie who's an accomplished electric violinist and she makes awesome awesome music coming into us today all the way from france <laughs> so angie is an accomplished artist who navigates perfectly between classical pop rock deep house electro styles with her several violins dressed in a haute couture angie angie performs on her led violins her repertoire goes from remix classical to gypsy and rock symphonic music vivaldi beethoven bach michael jackson coldplay nirvana and the list goes on angie offers a dynamic and fascinating performances of electronic music dance house deep house and french electro dressed with leather or optical fiber clothing the sexy violinist will electrify the dance floor and improvise on the greatest hits of today's like daft punk david Guetta, calvin harris Avicii, Kavinsky, Rihanna, Beyonce, anything that you desire. Angie's most amazing feature is her unique and spectacular laser show in which she gives an outstanding one-of-a-kind performance. You can find her on her website at angieviolin.com, Facebook at forward slash angieviolin1, YouTube, and um, find her by Angie Violinist. You can't miss it on Twitter and Angie Violin, and of course on Instagram. How come I did not write in Instagram? <laughs> Angie Violinist. Find her there and you can't miss it. She's got an amazing look and the most amazing performance and she's also the sweetest person. So hi Angie, how are you today? Hi Vera, thank you for this nice intro. Oh, my pleasure. I'm so happy to be there. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> my French accent. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. We love it. We love it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you told me quite a bit of a story about how you began playing violin, how you started music. So would you like to share that story with us here? Of course, yes. It's a nice story. I like it because I really like choose my instrument when I was a little girl. I was five years old and I was visiting a church in Italy with my family. Nice. And I was, I, there is no musician in my family at all. But they're like, you know, they like music. So we were uh, going to concert and listen to music, but uh, then they were not playing music. And there was like a violin into the a violinist playing in front of the church. And I was five years old and I was seeing the violinist and like stay to look the violinist because it was so, so beautiful. And my family went into the church and forgot about me and they come back like five minutes later like super scared because they saw they, was, they, they saw they lose me but um and i was still in front of the violinist so i took the, the hand of my mom and i said yes mom you know i want to play violin so it was like a really little girl decision and i never regretted it since so i'm really glad that's amazing thank you i totally yeah. relate to that when i saw my teacher play violin that's when i fell in love with it and i was seven so <laughs> high five <laughs> that's awesome so what would you say has shaped your style over the years like um 
you begin exploring different styles of music beyond classical and picking up electric violin. So what, what influenced you the most? Well, first, of course, classical, like, you know, you're a violinist for, for the violin is like necessary. It's like mandatory to do classical music, even if you don't like classical music. For me, it's like really important, you know. But um, I soon, I really understood that there was a, a lot of different type of music. I had a teacher who played a lot of Russian music, you know, like, um, you know, from the East, like folklore, folklore, folkloric music. And I, I loved this moment, you know, with my teacher and when we were playing this music because it's really come from the heart and it's, it's really deep. Um, and I started like to play this music and after I discovered like Latin music also and I was like you can do violin everywhere so it's pretty cool you know <laughs> so I was I was growing with my classical music but always in my head I was like this is not what I want to do I'm this is not only what I want to do I want to have fun with my violin and discover other type of music. So naturally, you know, you discover pop and rock and and pop rock music and electronic music and deep house music and this off kind of music where you you can realize that the violin is possible everywhere and it's so fun. So that's why uh, with the rock music, it's really really good because. It's really complicated for the violin because you know for it's like for it's play for guitar and the virtuous you know, is yeah. it's a word yes virtuous guitarist classic, yeah. and so for the violin for the violin it's really interesting to play rock music um, and so that's why I like I I like to play rock music too. Well, we love it. We love love to hear your stuff. So we will begin with an interesting cover of Game of Thrones that is actually sounding very metal. <laughs> yeah. So why do we have a listen? So I personally love this one because my whole album was based on the Game of Thrones. So this is yeah. just strikes the chord. So here we go. Here we go, guys.
That was probably the best cover I've heard of this on the violin so far. No offense, everyone's are great, but I love it because it's new to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm really glad that it's, it's really nice to say that. You know, this song, it's like it's like a song, I, I, I always wonder, wonder ah, should I better do the originals type of song? But mm -hmm. I think it's pretty cool to, to do that. And yeah. so at the, it's like, it was really hard to play. I imagine. It's, it's a song, uh, Game of Thrones is like, uh, when I start to work this song, I don't know if you, you felt the same, and I felt it was really easy to play, you know, like, oh, it's, it's simple, you know, it's like a few notes, and, and I start playing, it's like, no, it's really more complicated than yeah. it seems. And, you know, because of the groove, and, and it's, it's, not, it's not easy, it's not like natural, naturally sounds right, and I am rocking right now the song of the last of the Moican, mm. you know, song on the violin. And yeah, it's the same to me, like, you know, oh, really easy, like, it's always the same. Yeah? And I'm really like, you know, no, it's not that easy at all. So I like this, this kind of songs. Yeah, it's really creative. I love that. We were actually just discussing that with my producer for another project we're working on. That's uh, when you're doing a cover, it has to be turned into something else and it has to become your own piece right so yeah. you have to change it you have to do something different with it because there's no point of doing it the same way right we have to explore a little bit more creative potential there awesome yeah. so uh when did you begin to explore electric violin actually and what has your current instrument done for your sound um, can you repeat the question? Uh, so when did you begin exploring the electric violin and how did you come in, in contact with it? So, uh, what, yeah. Uh, you tell, when I begin to play electronic yes, violin? Yes, yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry, <Mark>. No worries. <laughs> well, um, I start with the electric violin like seven years ago, you know, because I was working with... Um, I was working with a, a French rap rapper, uh, and I started working in pop groups. So it came out naturally because first, first because of the acoustic violins problems when you play in groups. Because when we play in groups, when you have the the return, you say you know the uh, you know the big. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, you know when you have the, the spot of the sound? Yes. And, yes. and you have a micro on a micro like a DPA yes. on, your, on your acoustic violin. It's it you can do Larsen. Uh, yeah. Larsen is the name in English. Mm -hmm. Yes. So it's really complicated and it's fragile. So mm -hmm. you are doing you are in party, playing in parties, and so you are doing your best and your really energetic music and yeah. everybody's dancing. So you don't want to bring your acoustic violin, which is fragile, like like you know a, a grass, <laughs> a glass or something. So, so that's where that's at the beginning it was first for a practical thing. So I took the electric violin. Uh, at the beginning it was really difficult for me because you know the wood violin, the acoustic violin in wood, uh, has vibration. So when you play good, when you play, when your note is is good, the the violin will vibrate yeah. with 
as the good vibration mm -hmm. and you can feel it in your hand and in your neck because it's yes <laughs> without that in the electric violin i was lost i lost my you know <laughs> i lost all, all my cues so i was really lost and i start to play like false so i had to relearn to play with you know uh, my head and like a guitar to calculate the, the movement and not just feel it and mm -hmm. um, really really soon i start to discover the mark wood violin but it's strange it's strange because i'm french and there was not a lot you know in the stores but there's not a lot of electric violin in the stores but um, I, I think I found it on internet, and uh, it's really, it's pretty cool. This violin, I, I I think you you know you know Markwood. It's it's really cool this violin because Markwood is like a rock musician, like really deep rock. So it was thinking like it's a shame because all the electric violins sounds really high, you know, and really thin. Mm -hmm. it, I think he was thinking like it could be cool if my violin could have the same like deep uh, sound of an electric guitar or bass or something mm -hmm. so I can fit in a rock band and that's why it's pretty cool because you can really feel it in the Barbara pickup in the violins, macro violins uh, you can really feel like the deep sound in uh, in the violin so it's pretty cool because also on the high notes you have deep you yes, know yes. i don't know if i'm clear but you know what i mean yeah you have depth you definitely have depth and volume there yeah uh, sorry <laughs> so <laughs> so that's why that's why it's it was really easier for me to play this this to play electric violin and now i can I can really have fun with it, and I developed uh, a really different kind of way to play the violin with my electric violin and with my acoustic violin. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> That's amazing. Why don't we hear another electric cover? So well, this is themed on Vivaldi, I believe, right? Electro State. Exactly. Yay! Here we go, guys. Enjoy.
<laughs> I love it how very alike we think. So I did a cover of this years ago at a Persian Beauty Awards show, and I didn't have an engineer at the time, so it was kind of a homemade recording by me. But I love those those storm effects. I was trying to get those, and I love how you put them in there. They're just amazing. <laughs> So my yeah. next my next question would be: Do you produce the music yourself? Do you have somebody who works with you on producing the track, like recording, mastering, editing? Yeah. Yeah, of course. I already uh, I always ask some some professional to help me with that because I'm not about to I'm I'm not capable to do the mastering and the, the mixer mixer even the um, it's mix mastering recording all of that uh it's not like you know when i start to the electric violin i the first thing is like i had to understand how jack works so for me it's like oh it's like just stop there i don't understand <laughs> i had to learn i had to learn but i'm not really like into i start a little like you know to because you when you arrive on stage uh, for a live show and you are alone, I, I travel alone when I travel, and so I have to arrive and I have to, to be able to tell what I need and what is good and what is bad and why is it is bad and so how can we fix it? So it's, I had to learn a little, but it's still complicated to me. <laughs> Well, that makes absolute sense. I work with a producer as well who does all of that for me. Even though I'd love to have a studio, but it's like it takes on a whole other career just to learn how to do that. <laughs> so yeah, I really appreciate the people that I'm working with. And it sounds amazing though. So do you meet with your engineer and do you like decide what you're going to do for this track or for this track? Like what drums, do you, what style you do it in? Yeah. Well Yes, of course uh, we meet, and of course I'm like now in creation of a new new album. Nice. <laughs> okay. And uh, we meet all the time, you know. So it's it's like yes, it's a teamwork. Of course, of course, because we have to 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 decide what is uh, what is good, what is not good, what is like what can you really feel, you know. Okay. So no, of course, but I also really trust, uh, you know, the the people which are working because uh, they know their job too. So for me, it's really important to not think, you know, sometimes I arrive and I like, I tell, I, 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 I arrive with in my product, in my producer studio, and I say like, oh, you know, I have the best idea for some, and I like, like, and it's like, no, you know, <laughs> like, no, and I will explain you why, but no, it's not possible, it's not good. And, and I trust them in that because they know their job, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I, that sounds very familiar to me. <laughs> same thing. Same thing's going on here. So yeah, um, it's interesting how these instruments give us so much opportunity for more sound potential, but also make you learn so much, right? And make you grow into like a whole new artist. And that's amazing mm -hmm. that growth happens. Yeah. Awesome. So um, I would like to play one more song and then we can do a little something special. All right. <laughs> so why don't we listen to Smooth Criminal? Oh, yeah. I, I love, love this one. I love how you did these solos in there. Oh, it's amazing. Okay, guys, just listen. Here we go. <laughs> Smooth Criminal. 
nice. I love how the um, the entries, the violin entries, were so different, right, from the original, and it just it makes sense. And we're getting some love on Facebook here. Thanks, guys. <laughs> so thank you. That was awesome. Um, now my next question would be: What was the most memorable performance you did, like, and why? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. So, so far, I know the best one's still coming up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I have a lot of like great performance, but. I have to memorize. Is so I have to just now think. First, when I have uh, when I play uh, with uh, the rap singer, we once play in a ten thousand uh, stage. You know, ten thousand people, and I was like really young in the business, and it's like it was the first time like I, I saw these people, all these people, and I was really impressed mm-hmm. by all people. So this was pretty cool. Uh, also, you know, I, I have to say, like, you know, I played for a lot of brands in my, my job is to play for the brands and sometimes you see like really crazy stuff, you know, <laughs> because there are like luxury brands when you play for Lexus, for example, uh, they put me on the a system which elevated me and I was a dress who lights on in color and every people, there was like 500 people who lights on in the same color and there was the car was, you know, rise up. So it's like crazy stuff, you know, I'm so glad to do that because you have, you have the opportunity to, to, to see, you know, a lot of, of people. Also, I had the chance to play uh, next to Snoop Dogg once, you know, there. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> a rock musician that is like pretty cool mm-hmm. so like you know I don't have like one you know but I think like regularly in my job I look at like myself you know like up and I say you're so lucky you know I look at all this stuff and I say wow you're so lucky because it's so fun and there is so many things it's and you are with you are with your violin and you can just play. It's so cool. So yeah, that's right. Lot of of memorable, uh, yes, stages. Amazing. Well, not only you're lucky, you also work hard for it. So we appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> and now, actually, what I would like to do is sort of like a little rapid fire game. Um, so I'm going to start a timer. I'm going to say three, two, one. And I'm going to read the first question. And in this game, if you've seen my previous shows, is that we try to make it in under a minute. Okay? Okay. <laughs> Are you ready? Are you up for it? Yeah? It yeah. doesn't have to be perfect. It could be like the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. <laughs> no worries. Okay. So here we go. Questions are ready. And here's the countdown. You won't hear the countdown, but I'll let you know when we're starting. Three, two, one. What was your most memorable performance? Well, Qatar. All right. At what age did you pick up violin? Five. All right. What are the names of your pets? I don't. Okay. <laughs> violin, acoustic, or electric? Sorry? Violin, acoustic, or electric? Oh, no. Don't, don't do that to me. No. <laughs> Both is fine, both is fine. <laughs> what motivates you? 
ask the question. <laughs> what motivates you? What keeps you going? Well, the joy. All right. Which YouTuber yeah. you can't stop watching? Who's your favorite? My favorite what? YouTuber. YouTube star. Uh, well, I would say Lindsay Sterling. Okay. What are I your favorite her. songs to cover? Three. Three favorite songs to cover. Okay, but, so I will take Crystallize of Lindsay Sterling. I will say, I will say, uh, I will say Asturias of Albanese. I think it's pretty good. And I will finish uh, in The Last of the Moikan. Amazing. We're out of time, but we can still finish the questions because why not? We have like three left. That's okay. <laughs> um, name three people you admire. In violin or in life? Generally, because yeah. Anyone. I'm not, oh, no. It could be okay. anyone. Could be anyone. Okay. No, I will, I will stick in, in violin. I will say, like to repeat myself, but Mahfoud, Lindsay Sterling, and I like a lot Taylor Davis. Mm -hmm. I think she's doing a really great job. Yeah, yeah, that's great. She was on the show. Oh. <laughs> yeah. She was amazing. Yeah. Um, name three artists you follow on Instagram. Well, Cardi B, because I, I love when she starts talking. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's pretty fun. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, uh, I, I, uh, I would say like Alec Baldwin recently because like, okay, it's fine, it's nice. And I'm like, I, I have a lot of shame to that, but I, I love to follow the Kardashian family. Yeah, why not? Why not? That's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for your openness. This was amazing. <laughs> okay. Um, I, yeah, I think we're pretty much done. The other question was dogs or cats. Are you a cat person or a dog person? <laughs> like if you had a pet. Definitely dog. Dog, yeah, me too. I fight. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. I think we've learned a lot. And um, I love it how this kind of keeps things going a little. So you don't overthink your answer. And it just becomes a little bit more generic. So like artists, we generally tend to think a lot, right? And sometimes this process could be sort of crippling in our growth. So if you're building something, I have someone who's uh, mentored me and they always say, done is better than perfect. So what's, exactly. yeah, what's your perspective on getting projects done, organizing your time? Um, is there any advice can you give to an, another artist, younger artist perhaps, like sort of like yourself, but a few years ago, what would be the epic advice that you would give yourself in sort of achieving your career goals today? Well, uh, I will say I, I love your, your 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 phrase. Done is better than perfect because it's really it's really like you know the the an actual problem in like the internet because we are all on YouTube and stuff and we have to post some video and we have to listen and again and again and again and it's never perfect to our ear and our eyes and it's really hard to I I, I have a lot of colleagues or friends who are like. Really, I, I and my and me too. Uh, we are really afraid to 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 do the thing and to finish and to show it to the world because we're not like I oh, know it's not it's not quite good. But you have to because it's um, because because it will never be perfect and because it is good. Yes, it is good because it's you and after you will be growing and it's, it will be different. You know. Mm -hmm. So this is a really good advice. Well, I think. It's really like old school advice, but I think 
it's like you have to work your instrument. And I will say like one world, uh, it will be scales. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. It's like no, it's it's, it's really you know, um, and you have to be sincere because you have to be sincere in what you do. But it's not all. It's not all the the like the the wanted to do something. Is if you you have to work. I, I because I, I know that because I came from like for me in one of the most difficult instrument, and and I work and I work and I work and it's always working. And I I, I work with dancers and singers and you know and even all of the you you always when as an artist work a lot. You have the Im image of an artist who's not working. You know it's like on stage and it's it's fun it's really fun it's like so much work and yeah. and every day and you you have to keep that in mind like you work a lot more than than the people who work in the office so yeah it's that you have to, to um, just work your instrument yeah that's amazing i completely agree it is work and often people look at it and they see oh you're having so much fun but they don't see the behind scenes that you're doing a lot of work <laughs> that's true and yeah i play my scales too and i also like sort of like modern techniques incorporated into them so instead of just a scale create an awesome pattern like maybe it's a metal riff that you're taking up five octaves and going through the entire overtone series with it so something fun like that that you can do like the scales don't have to be boring every time i teach my students too i'm like play with rhythm play with pitch, play with everything, right? Have fun yeah. with it. It's supposed to be enjoyable. <laughs> That's amazing. So Angie, we're so excited for your new album. And guys, don't miss it. Um, check it out on Angie's website, angieviolin.com. Is that where it's coming? Going to yeah, be released yeah. on your website? Excellent. On Facebook, yeah. Angie Violin One. On YouTube, find her by Angie Violin. Find her videos. She's got amazing videos of all these songs that we heard today. Then find her on Twitter, Angie Violin. Find her on Instagram, Angie Violin. So don't miss it. It's um, awesome. And what? When do you plan to release it? Just so we have a general idea when we should expect it. My new album. Yeah. Well, I will say. Well, I hope. Uh, at the end of 2020 all right right on yeah. maybe we can have you back on the show then so you can do like an introduction oh, for yeah. us yeah that'd be amazing yeah so write me yeah. a message when you're ready we'll love to have you back and meanwhile okay. i know that a lot of artists are participating in sort of like um projects and releasing music that is to uplift everyone's spirit <laughs> during this weird isolation period that is so unusual to us because we're used to always being with people and you know entertaining people um so how would you say you're coping how are you doing during this time uh the time of this time now yeah yeah the quarantine well, uh, <laughs> what well, do you do to keep Yes. What, what do you do to sort of keep up, keep uh, your music career going? What do you do to sort of have a sense of normality in your life as a as a musician? Well, you know, this period is like for me. Uh, yes, I, I was a little lot scared at first. I was like, oh my god, my god, my career, my career. But um, now I'm like more quiet in that because it's like it's like so so unique what we are going we are living now then there's so much thing really important and your fa the families my family is really important to me so i was a lot love with them 
and and you know I think it will it will come normal again you know so I'm not not so worried I I know like for example uh, for France uh, we don't have like music until mid of July and it will start it will start again so I I am I'm not worried. <laughs> That's true. I think it's just a stage in our lives to sort of reevaluate what we do and find another way of, you know, developing your career, uh, being creative, maybe catching up on some old projects. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I appreciate you being here today. We all appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming to the show. Love your music, love your, you know, life perspective. Uh, love to follow you and uh, stay tuned guys we're gonna come back with the album release meanwhile to say goodbye we're gonna play master of puppets so thank you angie have a great day bye. see you soon bye thank you.